Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Romans chapter 5. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, thank you for the amazing gift of justification, making us righteous, making us in that right relationship with you. We can call you our Father, our God, and that we can be free from sin and free from death. Such a wonderful thing. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Romans chapter 5. Therefore, because we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. And not only this, we also boast in our afflictions, because we know that affliction produces patient endurance, and patient endurance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For while we were still helpless, yet at the proper time Christ died for the ungodly. For only rarely will someone die on behalf of a righteous person, For on behalf of a good person, possibly someone might even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Therefore, by much more, because we have been declared righteous now by his blood, we will be saved through him from the wrath. For if, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, by much more, having been reconciled, we will be saved by his life. And not only this, but also we are boasting in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Because of this, just as sin entered into the world through one man, and death through sin, so also death spread to all people, because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not charged to one's account when there is no law. But death reigned from Adam until Moses even over those who did not sin in the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of the one who is to come. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if by the trespass of the one, the many died, by much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, multiply to the many. And the gift is not as through the one who sinned. For on the one hand, judgment from the one sin led to condemnation. But the gift for many trespasses led to justification. For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through the one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Consequently, therefore, as through the one trespass came condemnation to all people, so also through one righteous deed came justification of life to all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one the many will be made righteous. Now the law came in as a side issue, in order that the trespass could increase. But where sin increased, grace was present in greater abundance, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Paul explained justification 
by grace through faith in the last chapter. The idea that God gives us righteousness and the thing he looks for in us is faith. Paul tells us that because God has declared us righteous, we have a good relationship with God now. We have peace. So whatever problems we go through in this world are actually for our good, because we have God. Paul introduces the Holy Spirit. He'll talk more about the Holy Spirit in chapter 8. Really, chapters 5 through 8 are together talking about the good results of our justification. He talks about how Jesus died for us while we were sinners. God came to us rather than us going to God, and God declared us righteous through Jesus. So if God did that when we were sinners, how much more will he take us through the rest of our lives? Paul describes it as boasting in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Some people boast in their strength, some people in their money, some about their intelligence. We can boast in God. Then Paul compares Adam and Jesus. Adam sinned. Now we all die. Jesus didn't sin, but died. Now we live. He says that the law came in to show the sin. The law didn't solve the sin problem, but just showed it. Jesus came to solve the sin problem. And now for a deeper dive. Depending on what culture you grew up in, you may have a hard time accepting the idea of suffering for the sin of your father. In America, we value the individual so highly that we don't like to believe the idea of a person suffering for their father's sin. But it is clearly evident today. Any therapist can tell you that people are suffering from the sins of their parents, even after their parents are dead. And we accept that death is a part of the world that we live in. The Bible clearly says that death came into this world as a result of Adam and Eve's sin. We are suffering from their sin. So while we don't like it, that is what the Bible states. Now, there is a difference of opinion in the religious world today about if we also inherit the actual sin of Adam. Some Christians believe that in addition to the consequence of Adam's sin, we actually also inherit the sin itself from Adam. So, from the moment we exist, we are sinners. For example, verse 19, For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one, the many will be made righteous. Or verse 12, Because of this, just as sin entered into the world through the one man, and death through sin, so also death spread to all people, because all sinned. So is it saying that we were sinners from the moment we existed? I'm not prepared to go that far. It is clear that we have all sinned ourselves. Clearly, sin is reigning in this world. And it isn't Paul's point to tell us what moment we became sinners. Paul is showing that we have inherited death from Adam. But even that isn't the main point. The main point is that we inherit life from Jesus. We didn't ask for the death, but we received that. And we didn't ask for the life, but God has given that. Now, going back to Paul's earlier point, we can receive that life, not by earning it, but by believing it. Would we rather be Adam's children or Jesus' children? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.